0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the pillow that started it all. Get my standard pillow, regularly $49.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Just like all of you, I've tried every pillow out there, and none of them worked. That's why I invented MyPillow. my pillow. My patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs, helps keep your neck aligned, and it holds its shape all night long, regardless of your sleep position, so you get the best sleep of your life. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing them to you for the lowest price ever. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.98 for a more custom fit. My Premium Queen for only $27.98 or my Premium King, only $34.98. My 60-day money-back guarantees it'll be the most comfortable pillow you'll
1: ever own refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
2: Another edition of the Patriot Party podcast. I'm the making with me,
3: of course, is my much better beloved better half, V
2: Lynn. Hello, Patriot. So after the fuck up. Jeez. After watching that video, you kind of got a
3: strongly worded letter to the people at OBS that apparently work for free because it's free. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know who he would write that to, but um, it's oh. quite comical because at the end of that, he shows up.
2: I want to smoke what he was smoking because he was smoking some hella good weed. No if shit. he went out, did all that shit, came back Woo-hoo. and then ran back downstairs, taught it in a dream and found the money in the fucking glove compartment. Holy shit. shit. But that kind of goes through with what we're doing tonight.
3: Mm. So, uh, because
2: maybe it is time we take the money and run. No shit, right?
3: A little different. Um, Normally, when we have a guest on, we have them on in the first hour. But actually, uh, Dr. Word asked if he could come on in the second hour. So he'll be joining us around seven. I said, no problem. We'll do the news hour in the first hour. Can't say how sober we'll be by the time he gets here, but that's okay. We try to remain sober for our guests. That's fine. be all right why no we don't so
2: since we've got like 10 minutes to kill right now
3: we have 10 minutes to kill we have an hour to kill
2: well we got an hour to kill but um i've got to play this somebody else finally did their homework and they kind of finished some of my blank spots that i had that i couldn't fill in and he found the connection I give him credit when credit's due. I don't agree with him with the rest of the shit, but I do agree with him on this. And it's something he's been tracking as long as I have. But this is really interesting and all you have to do is listen. And I know we'll get it out of the way right off the bat. We'll get the Dan Bongino blowjob done early on. Fuck, even Liana gave him a
3: Bongino blowjob the other morning. I actually pulled a clip of his today just for you. Number one of my Number world one, floor. babe. But this is really important
2: because we were going to talk about uh, Privyat Bank last night, Um, kind of got thrown off because what's the point? And it is, it is a what's the point type moment because what is the point? But the information in Privyat Bank and the reason that it's so important is that this connects Soros, Clinton, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Ninety percent of Joe Biden's cabinet, um, pretty much all of the DNC, plus uh, probably about two hundred and eighty-five sitting senators and congressmen.
3: I think that deserves a thunder kicks and a glass of wine. Okay, well, if we're we're getting started like that, Mm -hmm. all right. I think Justin. Thunder! Uh,
1: Thunder! 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 (laughs) Get the fuck out of here!
2: So this is really huge, and I want you all to listen. You don't have to do anything else. You're still going to see our ugly mugs on the face or on the screen. Um, But he finally finished the third installment, I guess, of this. I would say the final one because I don't think you can go any deeper than this. We just connected pretty much everything, and he's got a little bit more to add to this that I couldn't find a connection with. But I left it to Danny B because he found it. I got to give him this. This is a win in his corner. He did a hell of a job reporting this. And he's got a hell of a lot more people than just me working for
3: him. So um, hes it's about time they started doing their homework. Since when have you been working for Dan Bongino? Because I ain't seeing that paycheck.
2: No, I don't. I said he's got a lot more people working for him mm-hmm. than I do. i It's just me.
1: But this is finally, it's good to see though. Mm -hmm. So again, throwing another serious curveball in this entire thing. Soros has two big interests here in Ukraine. Protecting the Ukrainian piggy bank and his business interests. To do that, he has to protect himself so he doesn't get locked up in Ukraine. So what does he do, Joe? He allies with the Obama administration and key Ukrainians who protect him. As payback, the Soros operation then does what? targets Trump and other people to get rid of them as payback for this protection racket. Mm. Now, just to be sure they were going to get rid of Trump when the Black Ledger didn't work, remember the fake payments to Manafort, the Black Ledger from the Ukrainian, when that didn't work, they decided they had to invent a series of fairy tales about Donald Trump we now know as as a dossier, made up story about him colluding with the Russians, which was totally fake to protect Hillary Clinton and the Ukrainian piggy bank and the racketeers that should be charged in a RICO operation uh, who are protecting Soros's business interests. So they note that Soros then wrote a sizable check from his personal funds to a group called the Democracy Integrity Project, started by a former FBI agent and Senate staffer, Daniel Jones. If you're like, it, gosh, I remember them. Who were they? Well, the group, they hired Fusion GPS, the same firm paid by Hillary's campaign and the Democrats. To create the infamous dossier. Tied it all together now. And then when the dossier didn't work. The same lady who was running the anti-C group in Ukraine for Soros. Daria Kalaniuk. Who uh, is Ukraine is, is part of this Ukrainian operation. She's knee deep with the whistleblower. Tried to get rid of Trump and the impeachment hoax. Who was on the phone with who? Zelensky from Ukraine. Was Zelensky involved in the setup? Let's not get too complicated, though, here. Soros is protecting the Ukrainian piggy bank that Biden Inc. is a significant part of. They wanted some money, too. They wanted their hands in them. So the Obama administration needs a front. They need a front to work with Soros because Obama can't go out and campaign with Soros. Hey, look, me and George are working in Ukraine to go lock up George Soros' business and political opponents. He can't do that. They have to start these fancy name groups that then outsourced to the bureau that outsourced to Soros. Why? It's just degrees of accountability removed. I'm not going to work with Soros directly if I'm a liberal. I'll start a group that'll work with a group he started. That way I can go, I don't know nothing about nothing, Sergeant Schultz style, right? So what was the group that the Obama Justice Department started? I told you, you remember the name before. It was called the Kleptocracy Asset Recovery Initiative. The K-A-R-I. Now. Wouldn't it be just crazy if the same group that John Solomon's reporting is working with Soros, outsourcing their work to Soros to target conservatives and Soros's political opponents? Yep. Wouldn't it be nuts if they targeted the same Kolomoisky we spoke about in the beginning of the show who was running the bank, who was paying Hunter Biden,
2: Yep.
1: and they're hiding the suspicious activity reports? Wouldn't they even be- Oh, man, this is crazy. January 2022, Joe. Wouldn't
2: it even be more crazy if this bank also happened to involve a group here in the elections? No, no.
1: (laughs) So we're talking about if my math is correct, that looks like about a year ago, United States filed civil forfeiture complaint. For proceeds of alleged fraud and theft from, oh, Privat Bank in Ukraine. And who did it? It's the kleptocracy asset recovery initiative, of course. Well, that is a sucker punch to the gonads.
2: Obama
3: started this. And that's why we had the pallets of cash. Shipped to Iran. That paid for the, some of it got funneled off into uh, Ukraine. And some of it got funneled off into an Italian bank and paid for and Albania the satellite. And, they yep. literally used that money to pay for the stolen election. The stolen election.
2: They paid. They paid that. So if you don't see where this is going, she got it. She sees it now. Yeah. This now links the election fraud. All of it. The Italian, remember the Italian yeah. satellite that everybody is
3: flipping their shit about? Yep. Oh my that God. Went nowhere, yep.
2: It was changing algorithms and doing shit
3: over the US during I, I, the election. And they, they had affidavits and all they kinds of stuff. Yeah, they had all kinds of proof.
2: Well, who paid for it? Where'd it come from? Because the DNC didn't pay for it because they don't have that type of cash. Uh, and m- they
3: get Maria Zach said that Obama paid for it with the cash coming from that went to Iran or Iraq or whatever the wherever the fuck it went.
2: Untraceable cash. Iran yep. went to Iran on pallets. Pallets and pallets and pallets of cash, which paid for the Italian satellite, which paid for the Reagan and stolen election here in the US, which put Joe Biden in power, which now is dismantling dismantling the United States as fast as that motherfucker can breathe, which is scary because he doesn't breathe that fast and he's doing a hell of a job of what he's doing on top of that also had us dealing with Obama for eight years. Cause I guarantee that election as well was stolen oh, because that number was just way too ludicrous. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I got to admit, I talked to a lot of white people that told me, Oh yeah, I voted they for Obama. Yep. 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 yep, yep. yep. Uh,
3: there's a lot of people that weren't though, but hold all right, So hold on. Something I've been hearing all day is well, it, like I heard Ted Cruz on today while I was cleaning. I got this fucking bug under my skin to clean the house. It's crazy. He came home and I was like cleaning the house. It's kind of wild. Anyway, it is weird. <laughs> it really is. It doesn't happen often, normally. Folks. I save it for the day that he's off so he can help me. But anyway, um, but yeah. So it's too bad I'm not
2: really off tomorrow, but I am, but I'm not. Again? Yeah. I can. Yeah. I got to go help Mike. So, of course.
3: Son of a bitch. It's okay. All right. Um. So, uh, we don't have anything to do. Huh?
2: we don't have anything to do. No,
3: no, we don't. Not at all. Um, cause I cleaned the house today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, all I, what I've been hearing all day is, well, how did Joe get these documents in the first place? Especially this stuff dating back from his time as a Senator. Cause like Ted Cruz is like, I, anytime I've ever read a document, it, I was, I, I was listening to Liana show and he was on there. Um, not him personally, but she's playing a clip. And I was like, you know, I, every time I read a document, you know, I, it was in the SCIF and you have to turn in all your electronics. And I, I wanted to say to her, just ask Mick how that works. And you've, ex, you've explained it before. Well, you it's go, signed in, in and signed out, but hold on, hold on. Or, yeah. Go ahead. Explain no, it. Explain no, no, the procedure it's, real it's
2: really simple. Yeah. You go into a SCIF, it's mm-hmm. a secure facility. You can't bring any electric electronics with you. If you wear a watch that talks to a computer, you can't bring it with you. you Has yep. to stay outside the SCIF. Yep. You go into this facility. That's why if you ever look at anybody that works in intelligence, 90% of the time they are wearing an analog watch because we know that analog watches don't talk to shit. Mm -hmm. So that being said, you go into a skiff. If you're secure for that facility, work will carry on normal around you. If you do not have the clearance to be in that facility they'll shut everything else down okay. that they're working on.
3: And you tell them what documents you want to read and they bring
2: the document mm-hmm. to you. It's covered in mm-hmm. a cover sheet. You open the cover sheet. You sign the top document because everybody who views the document basically is signing it out. Mm-hmm. You view the document. You hand the document back. They sign the document back in and you go back okay. about your business. So how did
3: Joe get the documents out of this gift? It's a great question. I have an idea. You said something else when you explained it the first time. You said that the Oval Office is a skiff. It is. Okay.
2: And it's not like a skiff like you and I would think of a skiff.
3: It's essentially like
2: there's not a private standing behind a desk who's checking documents out to the president of the United States. It's a skiff in that
3: whatever he wants, basically. It's it's his his office is the most secure place. Yeah. No, no,
2: no. The Oval Office is. Mm -hmm. His office is not. The okay. only room the, oh, in the mm-hmm. West Wing yep. that is a sc- secure skiff, except from
3: the EOC, yep. is the fucking So what if Obama gave Joe those documents? What if Joe just came in and through, picked them up off his desk? Through the Oval Office. I mean, we are we you just we've just talked what? about how Obama was wrapped up in this from the beginning. Uh, right. Mr. President, what so, happened
2: to that doc- Oh, I destroyed it. Or I just declassified it. Well, I, I destroyed it. If, if he just said he destroyed it, then there's a problem because it was never declassified. Mm-hmm, no, If Obama, he says that say. he declassified it, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Now it's no longer classified information. Mm-hmm. But the notebooks that they pulled out of Rehoboth. That's a problem. That is a problem because they were concerned about the information in the notebooks. They weren't confirmed. They weren't concerned because it was marked secret no for it. And no, I did this wrong on purpose. I heard you motherfuckers all reaching out. That's wrong. I know it's wrong. I did it wrong on purpose. I don't want anybody to think that I'm fucking actually holding up a classified document. (laughs) But it's I'm just saying they don't care about the markings. They took the material because of what was written in the material. So did Barry provide it to him? Good possibility. Did Joe walk in and lift it off Barry's desk?
3: Another good possibility. Which would give Barry plausible deniability, but the fact that the documents were in there in the first place... Big Mike! ...leads to follow, which is... can't say that. ...trending on Twitter right now, actually. What? Um, Everyone's asking, why is everyone saying that Michelle's a tranny? Big Mike! And I'm like... um, her gigantic hog leg that hangs in between her. Just fucking... posting pictures and videos, and like, does this answer your question? Here you go. I mean, the With fact Joe going Boop, there was like some dude dress. that
2: almost got punched in the mouth by that thing when she was walking down one of those red carpet events. They had a great picture like this dude. It looked or like
3: when she uh, when she did that um that that dance class in the white jumpsuit. <laughs> Man. Oh, that doesn't... tape was not designed for that kind of activity. She
2: did not even try to cover that either. No. Big
3: no, no, no. But I'm telling you, this that these documents, and remember what Obama said, do not underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up. I I'm I'm betting you. So well, the thing that has
2: irked me and bugged me about this whole mm-hmm. thing, right? Ever since we first explained it, ever since our first whiteboard episode about it. And I've only done one, so ever since that it's whiteboard like Thor's episode, hammer. I wonder, I've wondered for the longest time, because Kolomiski, he has a very, very, very soft dealing with barisma. Um, he didn't really deal too too much heavy into barisma. He invested in barisma, but most Ukrainian oligarchs, Russian oligarchs did invest in Burisma. So that's not unheard of.
3: Craig, your inadequacy is shared by all Scottish and Irish men around the world. Don't feel alone in God that. God damn it. You shouldn't get big money. <laughs> so it's an OCD thing. I can't help but say it that way. When I read it. So
2: um, anyway, one of the weird things that I, I just couldn't shake that there was, it, it's very, very lackadaisical is my connection there well wait my rule is normally wait 24 hours you'll find your answer sure did didn't take me but fucking 24 hours found it uh Kolominski was accused of embezzlement of one billion dollars from two oil companies with which he was connected what do you do with a billion dollars both companies how did he not get caught like <laughs> That's a pretty big with fucking draw. I mean,
3: okay. Racist
2: feeling again. Racist. Uh, It is. Just just, because we have tiny wieners. We're 12 inches around. Just
3: because you hate what I say doesn't make it hate speech. True. True. (laughs) Good point. But you were saying about most Scottish, Irish and... I said, I said, uh, Scott, all Scots and Irish men, basically all, all Celtic men share your feelings of inadequacy when they see big bike schlong <laughs> flopping around the stage. I mean, can you blame them?
2: So does that make me better off or worse <laughs> off, Nick? I don't know. Look down, buddy, because the oh. joke's not where you're looking right now. It's in your hand, I'm telling you. <sighs>
3: that's anyway. right. Uh, see, he is ha- well, he's actually like a one Mexican. Yeah,
2: I'm an ape. No, <laughs> not even. I'm not even an eighth Mexican. <laughs> I mean, she was born in Mexico City. I, I that's it. I know. I have no blood relation to the mm-hmm. Latino side of my family yes. whatsoever.
3: And, and how did your German grandmother get to Mexico City? She wasn't how, how, German, she was Irish. No, that side was German, baby. No, Mm-mm. that was that was
2: my dad's mother. Oh, okay. That was my dad's oh, mother. Okay, okay. I thought it was your mom's mom. No. Because <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> no. <laughs> they got down there another way
4: too.
2: It's a weird plain thing. They called it paper clip or something, I think.
4: <laughs> think <how?
2: laughs> oh, I'm joking. Anyway. So ch- <laughs> so, oh. I was waiting because, like I said, I had a very leak, weak link to Ukraine, Kolomensky, and Burisma. And I waited 24 hours, like I said. So, what did I find? <laughs> Thank God for... The Blaze. The Blaze reports that Kolominsky and Zelensky were very tight during Zelensky's presidential run, as well as during the campaign. The Atlantic Council reports, Zelensky appointed Kolominsky as his personal lawyer and key advisor.
3: How okay, Laurie hold tight?
2: As he traveled to confer with then uh Exiled Kolominsky on multiple occasions and benefited from enthusiastic crowds, Kolominsky's media empire. And he also ran his TV show when he was doing the TV show in Ukraine. Oriol type. Yes. So, how, how does this connect him with Burisma? Well, Zelensky, after he was named prime minister, <laughs> named uh, Kolominsky as the head of Ukrainians' power division in putting him in charge of Burisma. I, uh, I'm done. I'm done. You can't make this shit up anymore. I can throw a fucking rock and now touch Hunter Biden is now got the same glory that Kevin Bacon does as an actor, seven ways, six degrees, six degrees, six degrees of, of, Hunter, six degrees Biden.
3: of Hunter Biden.
2: And I can in connect every the correct world.
3: country in the world. I can show you how.
2: Fucking, I can connect into everything now Rothschild. We can go way back. Oh,
3: yeah. We can keep skipping along if we want. You think Biden's not bloodline? Of course he is. He's oh, of course he is. He has to be.
2: Yep. He has to
3: be within that. He wouldn't at. be
2: president way Exactly. Because you don't get in the hood mm-hmm. unless you're part of the clan. K- yep. Just saying. I, I, mm. I don't know what else has to be said. This is ridiculous. I mean, the U.S. Embassy, for Christ's sake, is now getting dragged into this. Which they one? pressed the U- Ukrainian Ukrainians to drop the uh, the probe of George Soros during the 2016 election. yeah If you remember George Soros had his dick beaters stuck in every part of Europe during our 2016 election mm-hmm. trying to control our election. Hmm. I can't, you can't this is coming out at like a, a I have story after story about this. This is coming out like a fire hose right now, folks. This, you can't, this, it, 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 John Solomon, again, while 2016 presidential race was raging in America, Ukrainian prosecutors ran to the same unexpectedly strong headwinds as they pursued an investigation into activity activities of a nonprofit homeland known as Anti-Corruption Action Center or ant same shit we've already talked about, AMTC.
3: All he had to do was burn them. This is... But he left them in a box in his garage. He, I don't think he could burn them.
2: I don't think he could because they still think it has active information today. That's why they took them back. Hmm. That's why I don't think he could burn them because I think... There's stuff that he needs. Yeah. And there's stuff that Hunter needs that they don't have anymore now. What do you want to bet Jim Biden is about to go broke?
3: You think they're going to set Jim up as the patsy?
2: Either Jim or Hunter. One of the two of them are taking the fall. Joe's not. Joe won't. Nancy Pelosi would fall on this grenade before Joe would take the fall for this. Joe's going to be removed from office. Don't get me wrong. That's not going to change that.
3: But even today, I was was watching. uh, And then we're going to end up with camel toe
2: which is even scarier
3: but no kidding play play that that the, the top, top right just real quick i mean i know it's like it, it wasn't supposed to be the first clip but you know this if if joe gets removed from office okay we have to look forward this is what we have to look forward to so
2: enjoy um the kid mm-hmm. scoop because it's like a kid talking to a kid here just saying are these new green buses going to keep their signature yellow color
3: These are going to remain yellow school buses because who doesn't love a yellow school bus? They will remain yellow, but their heart will be green.
4: (laughs)
2: Yeah. What the fuck ever? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You couldn't placate for more than one thing. Back to the school buses. She, I think, has this thing for school buses. Dude, she loves the school buses.
3: Every time every
2: time she brings her up, she brings up school buses.
3: It's like it's 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 all that she can talk. It's like her, it's her. Trigger no, she or something. went to space. Remember oh, we she went to space. Yesterday. Yeah. I know. We talked she about that up. yesterday. Yep. She's a fucking psycho. Yep.
2: Hey, so get this. Uh Ilhan Omer, in case you're not aware. She's no longer on any of her committees. committees. I no longer have to get them confused anymore Mm -hmm. because they no longer matter.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: There's some of that.
2: They don't matter. Okay. Why don't they matter?
6: Because this happened.
3: This was great. Just in case you missed it. And the temper tantrums following it were even more hysterical. We'll play them next.
6: On this vote, the ayes are 218. The nays are 211 with one answering present. The resolution is adopted.
2: Ilhan Omar is no longer on her committees at all. She has been
3: removed. She has been removed from the Foreign Intelligence Committee due to her uh, consistent anti-Semitic remarks.
2: Amongst other things.
3: Amongst other things.
2: And don't worry, folks, you're going to see some drama now. Now we
3: turn on the waterworks.
2: Here we go. Here,
3: here's the other. Here's the one you always get them mixed up with. Yeah, is, Rashida Tlaib. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The gentlewoman's I know, time has expired. Will
7: not be silence. The gentlewoman's and time to has expired. Omar. The I gentlewoman's am so time sorry, has expired. Seth, that our country is failing you today <coughs> through this chamber.
5: You belong to The, the gentlewoman is no longer
7: recognized, and the why?
2: Why did we wait this long?
3: Why the tears? Seriously, the waterworks, the crying, the drama. The I, tears. I went on.
2: I went on uh, Twitter after I found out about this, and I should thank God,
3: <gasps> Polka dot, I think you're on to something. I bet Toe has very fond memories of her first experiences on a yellow school bus. I think you're right.
4: Hmm.
2: She got down on her hands and knees. Mm-hmm, she did a little praying,
3: like mm-hmm. bobbing
2: her head in between yep. the guy's legs. Yep, they're so bad. Anyhow, but don't worry I, about it. I heard she's because really good at that.
3: That's what Willie Brown said. Do we ever run any school buses?
2: When Latinas, they get hot, and spicy. Then, then they become women of color. They start throwing hands mm-hmm. of rage. Yes. Get ready for fists of fury, yes. fuckers! Oh my god, this was so funny.
3: She threw her notebook.
7: Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a-, a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have t- who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an-, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. Time My life was threatened. Thank you
2: um real quick just for this dumb twat all right don't tell you look miss fucking latina from the bronx you want to be some billy bad bitch come here let me punch you in the mouth real quick and fix those teeth for you because christ if you get fucking any uglier i'm gonna have to fucking ask mr ed for help but seriously you dumb bitch this isn't about race for the umpteenth time
3: Yes, I'm trying She's
2: to done, opened her mouth enough, stuck her foot directly up her own ass. She deserves everything that's coming to her and then some. When you openly do that shit in this society, we kind of tar and feather you because it's racist. Because you look stupid. Just because you're a person of color doesn't mean you can't be a racist, AOC. But you wouldn't know that because you too, AOC, are a racist. Yeah,
3: that she is. Absolutely. But here's what Kevin had to say about it.
2: Hey, he had some balls. It's about time. Saw Saw some serious movement here today. I like it. I like it. Keep it up. Marjorie MGT threatened her life. She's all trying to throw her fucking... Do you see her trying to throw her hands? That made me laugh. so. Oh, my God. So that's funny. so funny. Pam, did you notice that? Did you see that? Because, like, I started doing it, and like... I had my earbuds in. I forgot I had my earbuds in. And I started throwing my hands in. She thought I was having, like, a, a seizure or some shit. I was like, what because is wrong with you? I was like, I was like all, all of a sudden, she's... I
3: was like, what the fuck? What is wrong? Oh, I saw that video. No and again. I was
2: like, what? I was like, when... Oh, my God. All of a sudden, she's like throwing her hands up. Oh, don't you tell me. Oh, don't you tell me. And like all the black people behind her going, uh, this is weird. Uh, She's white. (laughs) What is she doing? I'm pretty sure they don't view you as a Latina. Just letting Mm -hmm. you know. Just letting you know, AOC.
3: Because she grew up in a mansion in Greenwich?
2: Because you're white.
6: But she has dark hair? But you're white. She said the American military was equal to Hamas and the Taliban from a member of the foreign affairs. She said Americans only like Israel because it's all about the Benjamins. And three years later, she said, I didn't know there's a trope when it comes to referring to someone who's Jewish with money. She said on 9-11, on 9-11, as a member of Congress, as an individual who's sitting on foreign affairs, something happened that day. What does that say to other people around the world? What does that say to somebody else who wants to create another 9-11 America? I'm sorry. It's not right. We were right in our action. And she can serve on other committees. But it puts America in jeopardy. And I'm not going to do that under my watch. And it's fair in the process, unlike them.
2: It's about time. It's about time.
3: Yes. Call a fucking spade a spade. It's about his voice. Has has always been that high. Yeah, he's been that high. Yeah, I think he was castrated at an early age. Very early age. Mm -hmm. So he probably still sings soprano in his local church choir.
2: Just saying. More than likely. I mean, is there anything wrong with that technically? Not really per se, but there is issues. Okay. God damn it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The mouse is freezing. Stupid mouse. And you did pull a
3: mouse. I told you I did old db himself and he, he really he doesn't he doesn't look good I tell girl said cat heard said that bondino is really sick i've heard that and I i've heard rumors it wouldn't of that surprise me because he had cancer he, he got the jab got the jab he after he had it. cancer but we know that it shuts down your immune system and and your natural cancer fighting t-cells so um it it would not surprise me okay. so we'll see what he said he looks pretty rough
1: That is it. Ukraine was a piggy bank for global elitists and Biden Inc. around the world. I'm going to tie it to Soros in a minute. And they are desperately trying to stop you from seeing the laptop because the laptop is the Rosetta Stone to all of it. You're going to see emails on it. You're going to see connections on it, networks on it, and maybe classified information that came from Biden. Maybe. Now, Miranda Devine is on Maria Bartiromo this weekend. Here is what they are afraid of, I believe, in the laptop. We've already seen emails with information that may have come from classified information from Joe Biden. We don't know that yet. The only way to do it is to cross-reference it. This would decimate, decimate Joe Biden and his chances at another term. Here, take a listen.
8: Well, I think it's, uh, <clears throat> the best indication we have so far that that classified uh, information that Joe Biden so, um, sloppily, I guess, stored all over, you know, five different locations at his house, in his garage, uh, at his office at the University of Pennsylvania, that that may have gotten into the hands of his son, Hunter Biden, um, and that Hunter Biden was using it to, uh, make him get make himself money with his overseas clients and uh, that included china of course and ukraine and russia um and this particular piece of information as ted cruz said was unusual and uh, it stood out uh, and who knows where he could have got that information but uh, it was just a week before his father flew to uh ukraine and of course his father would have been getting classified in, uh, briefings beforehand
1: Yes. Now, if you've been a federal agent, a DSS officer, a Secret Service agent, an FBI agent, a league ad anywhere, and you've been overseas, Miranda Devine is onto something. She's a great reporter. When I spent time in Moscow, in Russia, I was on an investigative assignment there for about three weeks and went back on a protection assignment. Or reverse, was there on a the protection, went back on an investigative one to be precise. You will always get an embassy briefing. The Diplomatic Security Service, which is like the secret service for anyone who's not the president, who's a diplomat, that they run these embassies. There's an RSO, a regional security officer. They put together these briefings, and so does the intel community. Of course, the vice president of the United States, before travel over there, is going to get one of these briefings on Ukraine with classified information. Don't you find it weird? This email was sent from Hunter Biden with information on Ukraine as Joe Biden was going there and likely got a briefing on Ukraine. Does anyone else other than Miranda Devine find that interesting? Now, do you understand why the laptop is such a big deal? It's the Rosetta Stone into this whole Ukrainian piggy bank where people were paying for lobbyists and information.
2: You rem- you all remember Jeffrey Epstein's
3: little black book. Uh, it's, it's the only secure document left in D.C.,
2: this is the other secure document left in Washington, D.C. What's is that? Biden's,
3: or Hunter's, Hunter's laptop? laptop. Nah. That's yeah. no, because Pol- people have copies of that all over the we place. We have
2: pieces of copies. We don't have the full copy. Everybody hmm. has pieces. Nobody has a full copy. Hmm. So I think, I think, this is the gift that keeps on giving. And as we start to piece more and more of this together, you're going to see a fully blown picture of everything the Democratic Party's been up to. Why? Because think about it. This is last Joe's. This is Joe's last run in politics, period. This is his last run in politics. He's done. OK, he's not running again. He's got the highest office in the land. Hunter Biden is not going to all of a sudden make a run in politics. But what does Hunter Biden have to get out of this money? What mm-hmm. does Joe have to get out of this money? That's all what? they care about. They got to survive. That's all they, they got, care about. They got to pay for their nine houses and their 13 cars and their fucking, you know, exorbitant. <laughs> yeah. Law center and, and fees whatever. and all the other yeah. bullshit they have. All right. All of this is always gone back to the money. Follow the money. The money tells us everything. These ass clowns, the Democrats, the elites, everybody that you and I hate, all of those people sitting at the top. This includes you, too, Sparky Boy. So don't ride your horse over there in Scotland and think you're safe. Because I guarantee the if the U.S. government is tied up as deep in this as I think it is, every other government on this planet is tied into this. Yep. Because Soros is at the center of this. Except maybe Thailand. This is my... This is where you, I always made the joke when I was a kid. What do you call a person with two green balls in his hand? A leprechaun completely in control. This is George Soros with the world's balls in his hand. And actually, the ball, one ball just slipped out big time. And he's holding on to one just barely.
3: Just barely, he's starting to lose that one, too. Because don't underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up.
2: Exactly, because if this is true, and we put this laptop together finally with all the everything... And we pull it apart and we actually get all the documents. I got a feeling it's got a key to everything, all the missing keys, all the little bits. And you guys know what I'm talking about, especially you guys that have gone down rabbit holes and you got to that point where there was a gap and you were like, what the fuck is the piece of information that connects these two sites together? I bet it's on that fucking laptop. And what do you want to bet when we fucking find it? That's it that's that's our key to everything we unlock everything at that point point. and it was funny because today i was listening uh we were watching a video on instagram that we saw a while ago mm-hmm. it's uh, jesse ventura yeah and he was talking to some chick
3: which it wouldn't let me it wouldn't even let me download it
2: 2009 was the date of it mm-hmm. she called everything Everything that is happening right now Um, to include to say that in 2023, there would be a drastic upheaval in the United States to include, to include a revolution. Yep. So folks, it doesn't seem like we have much more time to wait. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: So if you were looking for a timeline, I kind of gave you one there because this lady ain't been wrong. She's been right on every fucking thing so far. Hmm. Jesse Ventura was not only a wrestler; he was also the governor, the governor of Minnesota. Yeah, same place that elected Elon Omar to Congress. Just so random. Throwing that out there. So random. All of this is too neat. Trust me. Mm -hmm. I have looked at this. It's way too clean. I have found this shit way too easy. I had to dig harder at other shit to put dots together. But then again, I also remind myself all the time. They're not hiding it anymore. They don't care what we know because they know we can't stop it.
3: You know, you're right. Do me a favor. Skip that one and go down to um, Zelensky next to Joe on the second line. Yeah. Start there. Play those three. They don't care. Because Zelensky put this out today, and I'll I'll translate for those that are listening. That are lurking, okay. or lurkers. Mm-hmm. Or listening on the, the podcast later. Yes. Okay, so move that for me. What should NATO
9: unmöglichen- do? <laughs> <laughs>
3: They can use nuclear weapons on Russia, but what is
9: important? I once again
3: appeal to the international community as I did on February 24th. We
9: need to launch
3: preemptive strikes so that they know what will happen to them. I, back back up a little bit. I, I missed that. No, because... I, I,
2: yeah, that's where you were.
3: No, but it was before that. See, look at the text below, it was before Ah, that. ah. There we go. We need to launch preemptive strikes so that they know what will happen to them if they use it and not vice versa. We need to eliminate the possibility that Russia will use nuclear strikes in case Putin says,
9: oh, you
3: want it that way? Well, here you are.
9: Rethinking the use of pressure is what I think NATO should be doing. Reconsider
3: the order of application of nuclear weapons. Well, that's really funny. Zelensky wants NATO to drop nukes on Russia.
2: But that's really funny because NATO doesn't have any nuclear
3: weapons. Mm, He wants us to drop nukes on Russia.
2: NATO is not a nuclear weapon threat.
3: But there are plenty of countries in NATO that have nuclear weapons. There are tons.
2: Yep. But that would require that country to use their weapons on Russia.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, just yesterday, they said that uh, they weren't going to send F-16s to Ukraine. And today there's talk that they're going to send F-16s to Ukraine. Well, they said they weren't going to send Abrams tanks to fucking Ukraine. And they're doing that too. And so, hey, we're not going to drop nuclear weapons on Russia, but.
2: I'm just wondering when we're going to start sending Bradley fighting vehicles and other shit. Why not deplete the rest of our fucking cash? Whatever. It's a 55th, whatever, fifty sixth, state, fifty-seventh state. What is it? How many states are, are we deep
3: now? I don't even know. The whole world. Play play the next one, too. I, got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard you
2: the first time you told okay, me. Good. You
3: don't have to repeat yourself. I mean, sit I over there and zip it. Sometimes I do.
6: Jesus. I usually do,
3: actually. Oh, my Lord.
6: <laughs> Only when I ask we're the ones provoking this war just like we provoked the war in Ukraine we are now provoking a war with China and what? who Who benefits I'll tell you right now your enemy is not China your enemy is not Russia your enemy is the military industrial complex which has been fleecing this country to the tunes of hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars how many times are we going to have a defense secretary say hey we can't account for two trillion dollars in the Pentagon again That like, which has happened twice now in my lifetime. So again, people are being uh, uh, the war machine cannot be stopped. Who's running this country? The war machine. It certainly isn't Joe Biden making these decisions. I would like to know who is making the decisions. And I just want to remind everybody, the United States is the world's terrorist. We just set the Middle East on fire in the last 20 years. And now we're doing a proxy war in Ukraine, which we provoked, NATO provoked, and was just admitted that we provoked it by the former prime minister of Germany. And now we're trying to sable rattle with with China and they're predicting a war. Again, China's not going to invade us. China's not our enemy. They, we might have an economic war. That's what these are. These are economic wars. These are wars right. for in Ukraine. It's about liquefied natural gas and making sure Germany and Russia never come together because we fear Russia's uh, natural resources and manpower, and we fear them getting together with Germany with their technology and their capital. And so that's why we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. That's why we're doing the Ukraine war. This is all about hegemony, imperialism, and economic Economics, And if there's a Marine somewhere, it's there because they're about to steal some natural resources from another country. As everybody's screaming about what a bad guy Putin is for invading Ukraine, the United States is currently occupying a third of Syria. And which third is that? It's the third that has the oil. And how do I know we're there to steal their oil? Because the president of the United States said so. We're not, we're not even benefiting economically. That's I mean, of course, that's the rub.
2: I. I I, I know what you're all saying about Jimmy Dore, but I used to listen to him a lot. Um, I liked his podcast. Mm-hmm. He was one of the few liberals I could stomach because he wasn't that far left. He was more a centrist liberal than anything else. He's no liberal anymore. He ain't. He's gone far he is right.
3: Hard right. That, taking, he took a very large red
2: pill. He cut. He cut that fucking wheel hard to the right, and he ain't stopped. No shit. He's not he's no longer he used to be a big time big time liberal yeah yeah yeah. not not liberal class he was a classical liberal he was a democrat he was a real democrat you could have a conversation with this guy we disagreed on finance but we agreed everywhere else we just disagreed on how the government should spend its money i didn't agree with all the programs he did i i didn't agree with that i i said no I know Slovakian who lives in the south coast of England. She's stocking up on iodine.
3: If she's hearing London may be hit as a warning to the U.S. That's a scary thought.
2: Wouldn't surprise me, though. Why not? Why not drag London in this? London,
3: Rome, and D.C. Holy shit. If they hit the... Do they hit London? They, they hit, cut if they all hit, of our communication with Europe. They hit London, Rome, and D.C.? Those three, the seats of power. Damn.
2: That'll be a start. That'll be a start. Mm. 2023 is gone. Something tells me we're going to end out in a bang. I'm just saying. Not a good one either. Be a bad bang. Be one of those bangs
3: that just don't make no sense. What that bang was. What that bang was. So this is some crazy shit. And you're probably not going to hear this on the news this was only on the local news so this new jersey congresswoman was assassinated republican black republican congresswoman was assassinated outside of her apartment yesterday 30 years old young mother they um they shot her in her car as she was in her apartment like in her apartment complex and her car smashed into a tree that's her car up on the uh the thing there, they shot her six times, and they said it was targeted. So they just straight up gunned down, a brand new, sitting congresswoman, thirty year old black conservative Republican congresswoman that unseated a Democrat in New Jersey. Hmm.
2: How far will the left go?
3: How they, far? I mean, will they the just straight go. up gunned her down and, and drove away. How far will it go?
2: When are we done? When are we all collectively ready to say,
3: "I'm done"? And they have no no suspects as of right now. I'm done. I mean, it's just so fucked up. It is. But play, you know what? Play the funny, play the breaking news, the funny one, real quick. Where's that? In the, the middle, the, the the ugly chick there, the one with no personality. This one. Yeah, this one. This one takes a minute to get to because we're. Uh, we're about five minutes out from Dr. Mark, too.
2: Yeah, we got to light up and go. Yeah, so, well, let's do that. Let's okay. just do that.
3: Let's do that then first. All right. And if he comes in while that's playing, we, we're good. Our, our tribute.
2: Yes, we're to gonna Justin, do the
3: tribute a little early. Tonight. Who I really think is fucking with us right now.
2: And OBS. Mm-hmm. Justin wouldn't do that. He knows how much I hate OBS. He knows. Trust me, he watched me work through it and he was like, dude, you're going to shoot your computer. I said, yes, I might. Yes, I might. Because it only happens when we broadcast. When we're sitting around, not a problem.
4: Hmm.
3: You're right, garlic press. The Democrat Party has always been the party of hate and violence from their very foundation.
2: Yeah, but I, I'm just waiting to find out that this was like a government ordered type hit. I'm waiting to find out that Hill Dogs got something to do with this. She got killeried. We're gonna hear that she she committed suicide, sitting shooting herself six times in the chest.
3: The Russians would
8: do it. <laughs> they her the best. Bulletproof
2: monitors are in urine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, my God. I'm sorry. You yeah,
3: motherfuckers are this because, of course, leaving this Markie boy to bring this one back up, but holy shit. They were doing that earlier in the chat, too, but you were on a roll, so. Oh, man. That's funny. Why do we think Justin will be hanging at our house? Doesn't make sense with our religious views. Justin shared our religious views.
2: I don't know where Justin is. I just know that he loves fucking with me. And I just know that OBS was one of the things that me and him shared a very large distaste for because we could never get it to work exactly the way we wanted it to. And we did everything to make it work. We watched every YouTube video out there. I I think Justin committed about a million hours of his life to watching people use OBS on YouTube. And we both tried to steal as much information as we could and share it with each other. And we get little tweaks that would work and our our shows would get better. And then they would do something and fuck it all up all over again.
4: Hmm.
2: And that's what happened this time. We had everything running smoothly. It was great. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then they did an update and now we're fucked again. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and just as soon as somebody comes through with a patch and says, hey, look, I fixed this problem, then we're going to have it running fine. They're going to put the patch in, and then it's going to fuck it back up again. So either way, we're fucked.
3: Yep. We're fucked.
2: All right. Time to laugh. Now that we can get our giggles
4: in.
3: I think. Hmm. All right. Now, this lady has no personality whatsoever, but you have to listen to what she says because... Once it sinks in, it's like, wow, it's a slow burn.
2: It is. It It takes a little bit. It It takes a minute. Just
5: listen. Pay attention.
3: Get ready to laugh.
5: Fucking funny. Saturday, 3 5 a.m. Officers responded to complaints in the Misty Lagoon neighborhood that two men were engaging in reckless misuse of a garbage catapult. (laughs) Police arrived. I'm really
9: I missed the fun. That sounds awesome. Well,
5: I'm glad to hear you weren't a part of that. Garbage catapult. Police arrived to find two men bickering and shoving each other with gusto. After questioning and threatened tasings, one of the men tearfully confessed that they had launched a third man with the catapult and was unaware of the man's current whereabouts. Minutes later, officers found a local man dressed as a giant lobster and embedded in the windshield of a hatchback seven blocks from the catapult. That's quite a ride. That's a trajectory for sure. He was taken to hospital with only minor injuries, thank goodness. I guess that lobster costume had enough padding in it. Local men, Lance Brock and Vance Brock, promised to behave after police threatened to impound garbage catapult you've lost control of that garbage catapult okay miss
1: elizabeth you mock me you know very well that my garbage catapult disappeared in mysterious circumstances last year
5: are there many garbage catapults in smileton now
1: lance and vance got one after they saw how much fun i was having with mine and i'm a little irked they were fooling around goofing off without me
5: with humans you never first
2: time we heard this we thought she said they launched trash and then we went back we we're wait, like you wait a minute you? no there's a person we were like dressed holy shit lobster. they launched a person seven fucking blocks dressed as
8: a lobster into a hatchback <laughs> into the windshield
3: of a hatchback can you just imagine what the people looking oh, up yeah. over the seven blocks were thinking <laughs> as a giant lobster flew up
2: Hey, honey. Hey, honey. What was it? Was it frogs even, or lobsters falling it, from the sky? It was frogs. Which was the problem? It was frogs. Okay. But, but, okay. Why do you ask? Well, there was a lobster that just cruised right <laughs> okay. over the fucking sky.
3: Seriously? Gar- All right, I think we need a garbage catapult. <laughs> oh my God. Sound right? <laughs> like a giant potato gun. <laughs> Please take her off the screen. <laughs> it's a garbage catapult. <laughs> oh my god, that's a riot! Oh wow, well.
2: that just made me laugh so hard when <laughs> we heard that earlier. I couldn't stop laughing. Oh,
3: it was so bad. It was so bad. <sighs> okay. Um. Uh, uh, well, there was a new Project Veritas video that came out. Let's save this for tomorrow. When when we when we play the the new Project Veritas video that came out tonight, um, yeah, go to go down the. COVID. Actually, play uh, Emerald Robinson because Dr. Sherwood should be popping in here any second right now. And this is kind of what I want to talk to him about. All right.
4: Well, we'll play her. Mm-hmm.
7: Americans have no experience with food shortages, but that's about to change. At least 96 food processing plants have been damaged or destroyed under the Biden regime. This has garnered very little attention, of course, in the corrupt media. Two days ago, Hillendale Farms in Connecticut caught on fire and 100,000 chickens were killed. Hillendale was a large supplier of eggs in the Northeast. What exactly is going on here? Why are there so many food plants being knocked out right now? Here's a list of them for you to consider. So we started digging into the story about the egg industry, and here's what we found. In 2013, the best friend of the infamous pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, a man named Bill Gates, invested in a strange new idea called Bake egg. Why would Gates do this? He was very clear that it had to do with overpopulation and, of course, climate change. Bill Gates is the one who decided that real eggs were not on the menu in the future for you. Here's where this story gets even creepier. A recent medical study has found that real egg yolks are effective against fighting the COVID virus. They might be, quote, a feasible tool for the prevention and control of ongoing COVID-19, end quote. So Bill Gates is deeply involved in the COVID vaccines, and he's deeply involved in the fake egg industry. How could this be a coincidence? Listen, they're not predicting food shortages. They're planning them. And that's the absolute truth. Americans have and I, no.
2: I definitely agree with Emerald there, and she's definitely so onto something. You
7: remember we talked
3: last night about the, the benefits of eggs in fighting potentially COVID or jab injuries. Yep, and I literally saw a um a, a PubMed article today or a paper today that uh yeah actually the protein in eggs in egg yolks specifically prevents SARS-CoV-2 from um connecting to the, the, H2. the H2 connectors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How crazy is that?
0: Well, guess who's Attach here to talk about
3: here. it. How you doing, Doc? Good to see good, you.
0: Good to see you guys, too. How are you?
3: Fantastic. I had two hard-boiled eggs for breakfast this morning, actually, because I collected seven of them out of my coop this morning.
0: Well done. Good mm, yeah. job. Good decision on that one.
3: I only have nine laying hens, but actually I have one guinea that's laying right now. My ducks haven't started yet. Sounds um, like a
0: country song to me.
3: Yeah, so the dogs primarily get the guinea eggs. Um, they, they get most of the eggs, actually. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fantastic. So I gave them the whole carcass of a turkey that I roasted for dinner last night, because why not spending six hours, you know, roasting a turkey on a random Wednesday?
0: Oh, uh, um, why not? Sounds like a good <laughs> plan.
3: <laughs> actually it was really really good so um it was pretty fantastic but uh yeah this egg shortage is crazy and um planned and
0: yeah. Um, yeah i get so frustrated with this because it's like um it's so obvious isn't it you know and, and to add insult to injury have you guys seen the new food compass as purported and planned by the nutritional expert to the white house you seen that one yet yep
3: that's it's insane it's replacing the food triangle the The pyramid pyramid, the upside down pyramid of
0: course but you know to the point in the story that you were just talking about did you notice that honey nut cheerios and lucky charms were far more healthy on that compass than eggs and beef Uh uh-huh yeah yeah and guess Mm -hmm. who's going to subsidize that nonsense our government
3: Through tax dollars. Yep. Yep.
2: Why not? not? It's got to be government funded because who else is going to fund it?
0: Well, and it's true. And the sad thing about this is, is that you look at big pharma. I've, I've talked about this before. Big pharma, big food combined, creating big medicine, creating big sickness. That's what it is, right? Yep. But look at the politicians out there. Check their ethics commission. Check their filings. Who are they getting money from? Big Pharma, even the ones we want to see elected are taking money from Big Pharma, which is why they won't stand up against the vaccines, they won't stand up against big food, and they won't stand up against disease. They want to make drugs cheaper. You have people that are going for the uh, offices right now, let it be known, let their names be just mysterious, whatever, but they're trying to get cheap insulin for people. My God, really? Really? Why don't we cure diabetes? Why don't we cure type 2? See, it's, it's absolutely absurd, and we need to open up our eyes and not get so polarized with thinking there's going to be someone white, ride, riding on a white horse to save the day, when actually uh, the problem is bigger than them.
3: Well, we can cure type 2 diabetes, Doc, but now, uh, I, I just heard this today too, now they're finding adult-onset type 1 diabetes as a side effect of the jab.
0: Of course, the more we continue to allow autoimmune conditions to develop, the more we continue to allow viruses to perpetuate, and the more we continue to perpetuate the initiation of the immune system, those are all triggers for other autoimmunities, including type 1 diabetes.
3: Yep. Well, this is the only medicine I need. This is vitamin C, vitamin D, hmm. Cardio Miracle, and distilled water. And yeah. I drink two jugs of two two jars of that a day. It's pretty fantastic.
0: Yeah, I've said it before. If, if people just take good food and get your vitamin D and at least omega threes, you know you're going to be deficient in those of you don't take them. But you do that, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Or if you eat a
2: freaking good helping of river fish every now and then, you'll be just fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, um, out of river fish, you can and uh, certainly with wild caught fish. Uh, but point of note, you know, I've tested people thousands of time all around the country and around the world, it's interesting. There's too many omega-6s in America's uh, diet, so it's hard to get the omega-3s up to a great population, so therefore, you know, we've drawn the conclusion because I never could find anybody that was uh, not deficient for the last 10 years. We just said, everybody needs omega-3s and just take three grams and move on, you know? Yeah, that's too easy. Yeah. Well, everything's that's not, not hard. that hard, you know? No. <laughs> it's really not that hard.
3: Well they're trying to make it hard I mean they're they're really trying to make it hard to get good food non you know processed food i mean they they're they're coming after the Amish for goodness sakes like who does that yeah um you know they they everything that's good for you they're they're making it illegal or they're telling it telling you that it's bad for you and people are just so compliant sheeple are just so compliant like i
0: Well, I think we've got, uh, you know, 20, 25 percent of the population now in these United States that are not going to be compliant. I think the Amish will never be compliant. The Amish have actually the way they've conducted life and the way they dealt with COVID, um, I thought was exemplary, quite frankly. They did a great job. They made sure that their whole um, population got infected as soon as possible. Built antibodies as soon as possible and got over it as soon as possible. Boy, that sounds like a revolutionary approach, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to mention that should have been the the approach that we should have taken.
0: Yeah, from the start. I mean, yeah, I have no um, no no pause for saying that I thought Operation Warp Speed was a was a stupid move. I thought it was a reactionary move. And I don't care if you claim naivety. I don't care if you claim you didn't know. Uh, When you make decisions like that as a United States government, you need to sort of count the cost. And we have a very immature uh, leadership within our country. They do things to be popular. They do things to be liked. And we've seen their ethics and their morals and even their just general principled compass get completely distorted.
2: Yeah, I, I do not disagree with that in the slightest. And a matter of fact, I one of the big things I, I keep jumping on, uh, you know, I, I love that Trump's running twenty-four, but dude, when are you gonna come out against the vaccine? Because
3: he's doubling and doubling down on it.
0: You, you gotta he's, come out against it. He won't. Look at his look at his um look at his uh, contributions. You know? Look at him.
3: Yeah, well, he was initially he, he did
2: he did get contributions yeah, from Pfizer, he didn't he? Did you
0: bet you. Yes, when sir. He, when
3: he first got into office. He set up, uh, he was supposed to have a a vaccine uh, commission with um, Robert, Robert Kennedy Jr. was supposed to be leading it. And then Pfizer contributed a million dollars to his inauguration campaign. And he consulted with Bill Gates, who told him that it would be a very bad idea. And also, I believe, contributed money to him. And he shut the whole thing down. And here we are. And that was on traditional vaccines. That was well before COVID.
0: Yeah, I think you um, you just laid the case out for the answer to your question. Why oh why won't he come out against it? I I don't see that happening. As a matter of fact, I don't see any politician that's actually in that level of potential electability to come out against him because there's too much money involved. You know, big pharma. You know, we're one of the few countries in the world that you know um, advertises to our population through media. You know, it interrupts. Uh, football games, baseball games, basketball games, interrupt interrupts your favorite movie. It is constantly in your face. And it's Brought advertising to you by Yeah, mm-hmm. and they talk about all these uh, good effects and then they cover it up with the sped up three times speed of the negative effects that are really much, much more of drugs. And we can shut that off. You know, the greatest legislation that could be passed in America in our modern day time, oh, is not just to secure the border. No, no. That's the president's job that's constitutional. But the best legislation we could pass would be to uh, forbid all pharmaceutical advertising through media, through any sort of public media, any of it. And if we did that, it would put it back in the hands of the physicians. It would force them to learn. It would blow the pharmaceutical budget. It would blow out lobbying because they wouldn't need to lobby anymore. But they won't do that because that takes sort of this thing that, you know, kind of holds up the skeleton called a spine.
2: But isn't that becoming (laughs) increasingly difficult now with DeMar Hamlin's situation, Uh, him passing out on the football field that, you know, 6.7 some odd million Americans were watching and the game got canceled and you know that the NFL lost money that night and there's more players doing it now in basketball i've seen what two or three kids in basketball games and college basketball games mm-hmm. go down now uh when are we gonna there's enough heat coming down that you're only going to be able to explain this with environment mm-hmm. and oh it's global warming and oh it was a pinpointed shot to his chest from a ball this big no it wasn't he didn't even take that big of a shot i've been hit harder i i can tell you that
0: yeah, I, I think that you know we all want, um, I want it, you want it, we all do. We all want you know government to come out against the jabs and all it. it I don't see it happening, Mick and B Lynn, because of what I stated earlier. Uh, big pharma is in their pockets and they're really in their hearts because they become dependent upon that money. Um, further, big pharma is a master at statistical. And situational manipulation. I want to say that one more time. People need to catch that. Big Pharma is a master at situational and statistical manipulation. They're going to say there are other factors that contributed, and it's always going to fly because, get this, because we as a society are not healthy. We've allowed ourselves to fall into a trap of choice based unhealthiness by our continued and perpetual contribution and participation in the standard American diet. So we've created part of the problem, and we sort of want the solution to be had, but I think the solution is really in what we do now at this point. People standing up for the truth, like you guys are doing, and then people starting to live truthfully by looking in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm not going to participate in that, that and that, but I'm also not going to participate in the standard American diet anymore because that's just contributing to our demise as a country. I'm going to learn to be self-reliant and not dependent upon big medicine, big food, uh, big government anymore. And I'm not going to participate. I'm going to move the country and get myself some chickens just like just like we
2: well, you know, I start a huge garden. She, yeah. she started this kick, and I got to tell you, it is addictive because even now, <laughs> like I used to it's, go in, like chicken
3: math. You go in I, for two, and Tractor Supply tells come you out you have to out have five, 20. and you come home with twenty.
2: Yeah. So I went into like the other day. Like normally at work, I go in, I get junk food. You know, you get a bag of chips. Same like, and, no, and no, 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 so. No. drink.
0: No, you I know. know.
2: You, You get something to throw in your stomach just for energy, whatever. No. (laughs) But I have found myself in the last, I don't know, probably six, seven months now Mm -hmm. where I go in and I don't run to the chips. I go to like where the pickles are, where the apples are. And I'm buying like that crap. And my buddy's always looking at me like, dude, what are you doing? My wife. (laughs) I was like, I can't eat that shit anymore. I eat that (laughs) shit. My stomach gets all fucked up and I I just, I, I can't do it. I, we got these, uh, The hell of these water bottles uh, the, the for our, one of our sponsors gives us this, they gave us this water bottle. It's a freaking. It's an
3: ozonator, ozone, mm. you know. Um, oh
2: my God. Yeah. So it has no. an
3: ozone setting and it has a, a. I
2: didn't know that you could be this hydrated.
3: It's pretty fantastic. I, guess, I right? didn't know that you were supposed
2: to pee like 40 times a day. I had no idea. <laughs> I had, I had no idea. I was so fucking dehydrated before. I was like, holy crap. This is what hydration is couldn't believe it
0: yeah and, you know the interesting thing about urination like that is the greatest concept of detoxification imagine that you know that that's really been in the news lately hadn't it
2: my yeah. kidneys are probably saying dude you've got like 40 years worth of rust on these suckers we <laughs> we got a lot of work to do
0: it's amazing we as human beings are even still alive right now the stuff that we put in our body the stuff that we breathe and all the stuff we've been exposed to it just kind of shows you the the majesty, the magnificence, the awesomeness of the way, you know, God made the body. I mean, that's pretty cool.
2: And We we haven't seen you since Christmas and her family was over here for one of the nights of our Christmas. And um, it was really funny because she sat there and she didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't think it was a big deal. But we were sitting there at the dinner table and they were like, oh my God, this is so good. What? Did, how did you make this? She's like, oh, well, I threw some seeds over there in that pot and then they grew there and then I put them out in the garden and then I harvested them and now they're here and now they're on the table. They were like, this didn't come from a store? No. No, this is all grown Everything from right from out Everything comes from my there. garden. And they were nope. like,
3: yeah. I holy plant, crap. I planted my winter garden. I was late on it, but I planted my winter garden in like November and I'm, I'm, i I'll harvest the second half cause I planted it over the course of a couple of weeks. So I'll harvest the last of it. Um, right before I till it in the next two weeks for my spring garden coming up, which I'm doubling, tripling in size actually. So, and I'm I have learning, a new hobby.
0: I love I
3: it. I do. I'm and I'm learning intercropping and companion gardening and uh, um electroculture. So, hopefully I should get a, a lot of food in a little bit of space. So, wow. I'm yeah.
0: impressed. That's really good.
3: It's going to be fun. So, we've been we've been uh, I mean, once you start it, you you really
0: it you just can't stop it. It's
3: because once you start eating healthy, you feel so much better. You don't want to go back to eating crap.
0: No. You really, you really don't. don't. Don't you guys feel different now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. big time, big time. Yeah. Totally different still,
3: world. Yeah. I still have my little. I mean, know, I have my monthly chocolate cravings, but.
2: I have my my little things, you know. I, I still have my beer and whatnot, but I, I'm still, I still feel way different.
0: Yeah, and what we really need to understand is, and this is why what you guys are experiencing, our ancestors or the generation behind us and maybe behind that one, they had relatively long lives and relatively healthy lives because they weren't exposed to this constant barrage of nothing but processed foods on a, on a, just a continual basis. But their most of their diet was really these things that you're talking about. And they did that over and over and over again. They had their occasional, you know, ice cream or, or cookie or whatever, a piece of pie, but they didn't live on that garbage. And that's why today's young people at present, you know, we have about a 30% obesity rate with young people. Yeah. One in three are pre- presented and predicted to be on type 2 diabetic medications by the time they're 40. We have got to get a hold of this. In my mind, and I know this sounds like a reasonable uh, statement at this point, the greatest pandemic in the history of our country and world is this obesity, diabetes, cardiometabolic epidemic we have it's killing more people than any vaccine or anything ever could and yet nobody wants to talk about it and i'm not pro-vaccine at all either you guys know that
2: yeah Yeah. no and you're right and it's it it really is it's it honestly it's just gluttony i mean honestly boil it down it's just gluttony because literally there's nothing out there if you i i've always been one that Uh, I always looked at hunters as I was always mesmerized because I grew up in a city. So I grew up in a a concrete jungle. I was always mesmerized by hunters. Never understood what it was that I went hunting. And then I was like, holy shit. You mean to tell me I can do this? Yeah. And it was really funny because one of the stories I heard today, and it tracks back over thousands of years now, goes all the way back to the Dark Ages. If you remember, um, even in the story of Robin Hood, you hear about it. It was illegal to kill deer mm-hmm. that were on the king's property. Mm-hmm. Why was that? Well, you couldn't feed yourself or your family. You had to do it through the government. Come on. They made it illegal. Here soon, you watch in this country. It will be illegal for you to raise your own chickens, kill your own mm-hmm. deer, go fish, do all the stuff that we all love to do.
3: I mean, honestly, I, I really considered... Um, having this having our property declared a a farm because i am growing enough food and raising chickens and and we could do it that way and and save you know quite a bit on our taxes get a tax break back but i don't want to register a farm with the government
0: well i think that it boils down to um you know our constitution and the way it's supposed to work you know remember you know, it's, this is just Constitution 101, and hopefully it fires people up to know they can tell the federal government to go pound sand and they can feel good about it. But the idea about this is, you know, we when we did that Declaration of Independence, we, we as those you know, 13-ish states, declared at that point, notice they used the word states. They declared that the state of, you know, Great Britain was not going to be superior. They weren't going to bow down to the state of Great Britain. So the states looked at the state of Great Britain, and they said, you know, uh, we're going to declare ourselves independent from you. And, it, of course, it aggravated them and pissed them off the whole bit. But the thing about that is it was more than a decade later before the, dec- before, before the Constitution came out. The states identified themselves in the same light as Great Britain. They identified themselves both as states. So the idea behind that is is each individual state is really a country in itself. It should be like that. Ten years later, they made a contract between each other to create the federal government. So the federal government was created by the states to do what the states couldn't do. And it's very limited to think that the government right now could come in and affect and infect and dictate what happens in the state was unthinkable. Yeah, we didn't know. And we've become so ignorant to what I just talked about. We have allowed it to happen. But now they could come in and and regulate our water, our pond. Except
2: for one state. There's one state that is held out. I I found out something tonight that absolutely blew my mind. But do you know that Texas built a state depository for their gold bullion? Yep. Do you know that they fought in court and won? And they're still waiting on their gold bullion from the Federal Reserve that's kept in a cage, it's like some ridiculous amount, $600 billion worth of gold bullion in this cage that's going to be transported down to Texas. But it's really weird. This has been a court battle that's been going on now for three years because mm. they asked for it three years ago. They yeah. still
3: haven't got it yet. No, the government doesn't have it.
0: Yeah, I don't think it I, – I would – be suspicious that it's even there. Exactly, um, but you know what, Texas—they've always called themselves the Lone Star State. Yep. You know they have about the tenth largest economy in the world. They could exist by themselves alone, and that's very important to understand. And what happens is, you know, a lot of these governors don't have a clue, and the sheriffs don't enforce their—they don't enforce their duty. So, hence, we have a process like this. But if a person declared a farm in, in your example, V. Uh, Lynn, and it was in Farming County you know, Allen County, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. If the sheriff of Allen County was the sheriff, the federal government couldn't come in there at all and not mess with you because the sheriff really has more power than the federal government really could ever have. So to get it back, to get our freedom, we have to have those type of people, those type of uh, honor, Honored people that are actually going to step up and obey their, you know, their sworn duty.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, because the, the, every time the federal government wants to do something, that's the FBI, that's the DEA, that's the ATF, unless they have a writ or a warrant stating otherwise. They have to coordinate all of their crap through yeah. the local sheriff's office. They can't. They can't. They can't just show up. They just no. can't show up. Yep. No. They have to go in and say, hey, look, sheriff, I'm going to this house. Do you have a problem <coughs> with it? No. What are you going to do?
0: See, this I so appreciate you to. saying that. I really appreciate you saying that because I have watched over the course of this, you know, going back to the, the raid at Mar-a-Lago, you know, we may have discussed that or not, but, but I watched that occur and people are saying, Oh, the law enforcement didn't know about it. Yes, they did. Yes, they they did. have to, and they allowed it. They accompanied them. That's the way it works, man. I've been there. You're right with them. You're yep. you're in there. You're observing it. You're present. You let the dispatchers know so they won't be calling getting calls out that there's men around the house with guns. I mean, it's very coordinated and they don't have to allow it. That's the point, right? You just nailed it. Well done.
2: Well, you have to do that because if you don't, it's like walking into a friendly fire situation. Totally. There have been times that I've watched the FBI carry out a raid and then inform, but they then inform as soon as the arrest is made. As soon as that arrest is made, they inform the sheriff, hey, look, we, we did this in your area. We just wanted to let you know this happened, blah, blah, blah. This is the reason we didn't tell you. And most of the time, it normally has something to do with the sheriff's office if they didn't tell the sheriff. That's it. Right. That's the only time they don't tell the sheriff's office is if it has something to do with the sheriff's office.
0: Yeah. But again, you think about this is what would the FBI do and investigating the sheriff anyway? You know, exactly. Why did we get to that point? It, it's the the situation we have now, it, it makes me cringe because we've regressed so far away from really what we're supposed to be about. And, you know, we don't take care of ourselves. we allow the federal government to uh, dictate what we do when we do it, how we do it. I mean, that is just, it's such a garbage crock of crap at this point. I'm just curious if there's enough people around anymore that are, are willing to step up. But then then I'm encouraged when I see, you know, probably 20, 25% of the population willing to step up. So I I, I do have hope.
2: You're beating around the bush. And I know you, you probably are trying to say the same thing that I ask every night. When is enough enough? When do we finally say as in one voice, as a group of people, we're done your BS has gone on for way too long. We're tired of it. We're, we're tired of paying for your mistakes.
3: Well, that's, that's why they've now, they're now ending the COVID emergency on May 11th, not May 10th, not May 1st, not May 12th, not May 30th, May 11th.
2: That seems very weird.
3: May 11th, but, but no, but they're, they're calming people down now. They're giving people enough time to get that idea in the head. Oh, well, the COVID emergency is going to be over. And they're saying that they're doing it for for infra- to give people enough enough time to make other arrangements for those that are still apparently getting COVID money after three years. Oh, yeah. um, Ridiculous. It's insane. But, uh, they, you know, they're giving time to, pe- to make people to, to make people more comfortable. Before they they release the COVID emergency on on May 11th, which by the way was supposed to expire in April, but it's yeah. going to be May 11th.
0: Yeah. Well, and to your to your point, Mick, uh, and your question, and this is what I believe to be the answer, just my own opinion. When people have had enough, I think people the real Americans that still maintain the American spirit and the American heart that's directed from God by God. And we're actually standing up and the bill of rights is protection of his rights. He's given us. I think the time is now. I really do. I think there's a good number of people. I just don't think they're united per se in communication and they're not ordered as far as a large group, but I do believe there's a group of people right now in the millions and tens of millions that are already saying no. I mean, no way. And you're seeing this movement because you're seeing people move out to the country. You and I are seeing that, you you know, moving out to the country, starting to have gardens, starting to stock up firearms, starting to stock up food. And they ain't budging. They are dug in. And I'm convinced they're dug in so deeply that they're not going to move. And that's why I have great hope for the freedom of... A group of people in this world that will stand up for freedom, they'll always be part of freedom, but the people that stay close to the big cities, you know, and are kind of, you know, adopted to that woke kind of culture that are blinded, they're going to go all in with the bondage, and you're going to see a fractured, divided uh, United States of America that's not united anymore. You're going to see a group of freedom fighters that are always going to be there. They're going to be the safe haven. You're going to see people escape to the safe haven places. And you're going to see people drawn into the uh, by the gravity of the the money control feature. And it's going to continue to drive more wedges in our country. But it's OK, because I do believe that freedom people, they actually reproduce, (laughs) which is kind of cool. And we're not going to be exterminated. So there you go.
2: (laughs) We're not running around lopping off our wankers. Yes, that's correct. No, you're
0: not doing that, but they are. So here's my heart with this. We might win in the math aspect. Yeah, Come on, man. You know, if you're married out there, have some kids, have sex and enjoy yourself. (laughs)
3: You you know, it's funny. There was a a New York post article that came out yesterday or today um, that more and more women are going off of hormonal birth control. They're going off the pill. Yeah, And I'm, I've been off the pill for, I don't even know. I think I was on it for like three months and I was like, Nope, I don't like this. Bye-bye. Um, and I just learned my cycle because there's only maybe three to five days out of an entire month that you can get pregnant. If you know when those days are, you, you don't get pregnant. So, um, you, you can time it. You don't need hormones, but at this, this post article was even going into things that I've talked about before that when you go off the pill, your whole your whole sense of smell changes. Mm-hmm. And uh, often, if you're with someone, like if you start dating someone while you're on the pill and you go off the pill, you don't like how they smell anymore.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny.
3: It really is, uh-huh. and because your sense of smell is directly tied to your your pheromones, and apparently, yeah. women that are on the pill are more attracted to men with more feminine faces, and women that are off the pill are more attracted to men who. Have higher levels of testosterone.
0: Well, that would kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fascinating thing is, you, you, you guys know this: is that the the chronic exposure to those synthetic estrogens that women were taking, little girls were taking like candy. You know, remember that those on the, days?
3: I'm thirteen. As soon as yeah. they go on the period, oh, you got bad acne.
0: Let's put you on the pill. Totally. And yep. what happens is, when they um, back to mix process, when they urinate or defecate in the toilet, you know those. Hormones are not being filtered out in most city waters. So who's drinking them? Little boys. Little boys are. So that's why you're seeing this rapid rise in, you know, male Mm -hmm. childhood obesity, more feminine features and all this stuff. It's not just a psychologically or spiritually or emotionally distorted issue. No, it's physical too. And as people move out in the country and get away from it and get off those goofy substances let's call them and begin to live normally off the land you're going to see an increase in the reproduction processes once again within that group while you see a simultaneous decrease in the reproductive processes of the other group that's going to backfire on that moron bill gates who wants to get people to eat soy and you know the the fake egg so that he can create more of a idea of shortening the population with his belief that there's too many people on planet earth it's going to backfire
3: yeah and it's it's really quite ridiculous cuz
0: <laughs>
5: yeah
3: just drive you know what drive up and down 95 Anybody, I dare you. And tell me that we're overpopulated. You oh. can fit the entire population of America in Alaska give everybody an acre. Not that everybody wants to live in Alaska, but seriously, we're, we're so far from being overpopulated. It's, it's, it's not even funny. There's so much land available. Yeah. Um, it's the cities that are overpopulated.
0: Yeah, it's overindustrialization, over-dependence on big industry, over-dependence on government, and over-dependence on somebody else to do stuff that, for you that you should be doing for yourself. Yeah. And that's the key right
3: there. That's it. Self, self-sustaining, self-reliance. Yeah.
2: Laziness. Yep. Ultimately, laziness, what has uh, afflicted our country. Yeah. A disease of laziness.
0: Yeah. We become slothful. I think you use the word, B. Lynn. Mm-hmm. We become gluttonous, sluggards. And, and uh, when you think of a sloth that just goes <laughs> around moving slow and laying around, it's like, yeah, that's the picture of the average American right now. And guess what's being glorified in the media? slothfulness, Mm -hmm. exercise and fitness and to have, you know, some kind of a healthy physique, you're now classified a weirdo, a freak, a discriminator of mankind, you know, which is just (laughs) ridiculous. I took on
2: this whole new workout thing too, doc. It's something (laughs) I think you might want to look into. Guess what it does. (laughs) I'm afraid
0: to ask.
2: (laughs) It removes the gym from your life.
0: Oh my
2: God. No, no. Think about it. Back in the day, there were dudes that were your size walking around. And he, guy, folks, I know you guys, most of you probably haven't seen them in real life. Dr. Sherwood's huge, all right? <laughs> I stand next to him, I look like a fucking puny midget, all right? Oh,
0: my god.
2: Now, listen, this whole thing is, back in the day, you know, people like, you know, Johnny Appleseed and stuff, they didn't have a freaking gym to go lift weight at. They went out and worked in the yard. This is all about using an axe, using a sledgehammer, using a tiller, picking heavy crap up, using moving it from one space
0: to another.
3: (laughs) Using a tiller. (laughs) You can do
0: everything
2: that you do in a gym in your backyard if you think about it.
0: Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that honestly, because I was making the analogy recently, uh, Mick and V Lynn that you know, the gyms that we have have only been around about a hundred years or less, right? That's it. Yep. You didn't have the concept of bodybuilding because it wasn't even thought of the The concept of bodybuilding was go out there and work out and make sure your body is building properly and not declining, uh, too fast. And, you know, you look at some of, uh, physiques that we have, there's really, uh, you know, go out and pick up heavy things, move things around, stay active. Um, use the tiller you know that kind of stuff right those are actually good things to do and you're right you really don't need the gym to build muscle and you don't need the gym to build cardiovascular activities our two arms and two legs are meant to do more than just sit and you know i'm using this as an example mick curl beer cans and sit on a chair i'm using that as an example we are made to emulate, to be mobile, to pick up things, to move things, to work, to to hunt, to gather. And if we just did that, man, people would be way better off. And you're right. You don't have to go to the gym to be fit.
3: It, it's the same thing as with our dogs. Okay. We have, um, and I know you haven't seen them for a while, Doc. they
5: they're enormous. amazing right
3: yeah, they're huge Seamus is Seamus stands about this high right now his head wow. comes right here um, and uh, and Annie fits right under him um, they're absolutely adorable um, he's he's probably about 160 now and just under yeah and she's she's about 65 70 pounds and she's she's done growing um mm. like big I used dog. to think that you know I used to think she was a big dog and you put her next to Seamus and he's just so giant you know it's just okay but I've always made their food. So they've never had, and now they, they do eat some kibble, but it's like super high quality, high protein, you know, no grains or fillers or any of that crap. Um, but they really, they only eat a little bit of their kibble because they primarily eat the food that I give them that I make for them. And they, um, and it comes mostly out of the garden Mm -hmm. plus ground beef that we bought from when we bought a whole cow from a farm. Mm Um, and, they they have no plaque on their teeth. They they don't finish their they the, food. Because... They have the whitest teeth I've ever seen an adult. <laughs> yeah, I when love that. When they're when they're when they're full, they stop eating, and then if they get hungry again, they go back. But they're not constantly craving food. After they eat, they get these huge bursts of energy, and they go and run because they've just gotten all this protein and none of those fillers and and nasty stuff that's weighing them down. But when I walk them, you know, dogs dogs aren't meant to be constrained. Like you no. shouldn't always just walk your dog on a leash because when you walk your dog on a leash, how often do you actually run with your dog and the way they're meant to run? I let them loose. We finally get a, a shock collar for Annie, which we don't ever actually shock her. We just use the beep on it. It works great. Occasionally the vibrate, um, but she's super smart. So we only had to shock her once. And then she was like, Oh, not doing that again. <laughs> good. And I, I, I'll take their leashes with me. But the first thing I taught them was car. So uh, when we go out, if I yell car, they both get off the road. If they're running in the road, they go onto the grass, whatever grass is closest. Um, And other than that, they just run. They take off and they run like dogs are supposed to because they're not meant to be harnessed and on a lead and walking at a a slow pace they're puppies they're dogs they're animals they're supposed to be out running Seamus gallops he literally looks like a horse like he looks (laughs) like he's limping when he's walking because um that's just how he walks but when he runs like there's no limp he flat out gallops like a horse and Annie's so damn fast and she can go over and under anything she couldn't do that in a leash you know no um because that's what they're meant to do, and they're, I know that they're going to live so much longer. I mean, Seamus—they say Irish Irish wolfhounds usually like six years. Nah, not nine. Seamus. No, they, they're not. Nah, okay, nine. nine years. I bet Seamus will be like our killing was. We had a husky that lived to be eighteen. I don't. Know oh my
0: gosh, gosh. To to that's a long that, life. Right?
3: Yeah, um, because we know how to take care of our animals. Yeah. Because the food that our animals eat, we could eat. Right. Yeah, food food.
0: you know, a lot of people take better care of their pets than they do their children and, or, and
3: very sad yes yes absolutely i that's actually true of us sometimes we, we, <laughs> honestly we do i mean, thinking you know. about it we probably feed our our dogs better because the dogs always get food that i make and occasionally the kids eat garbage so
0: yeah. you know yeah it's we we have and you know that's you know you guys love both but you can see that in all of us we can slip sometimes we can drifts sometimes from what we should be doing and it becomes easy. And so, you know, doing the easy thing um, is easy, but it's not always the right thing. So we need to shift this thing back and always strive to do the right thing, not just most of the time, but all the time. And that is really kind of the spirit of america the way it was supposed to be and that that is the thing that would bring us back to where we're supposed to be i think well that's son the spirit of, a gun. of america with
3: god in it
2: son of a gun no. you're gonna make me do it you, you just you just said it What's we that? have to choose the hard right over the easy wrong see that was a military thing that i just never thought i'd ever say again but you got to choose the hard right over the easy wrong got it's, to man it's life
4: um, yeah yeah You know,
2: in special operations, you look at any special operations force out there, they do all of their assessments are done on an individual basis. Why? Because they're always watching you. Trust me, I've been involved in the selection process and I know what goes behind it. They are always watching you. They have cameras set up everywhere. They have people out there watching you because they watch what you do when you think nobody's watching, because that tells you everything you need to know about a person.
0: That's character. You know, yep. if you can if you can live in a way privately that you do publicly and they both exhibit, you know, a, a good concept of ethics and morals and righteousness, um, that takes courage, man. Um, it is the greatest courage of all to, you know, to, to choose that hard, right path. Yep. But there are people in the world, Mick, that will do that and that have done that. I mean, I look at you guys. I mean, you, you know, you're doing know what a, you did. Well, yeah, I, I mean, we're doing things that are challenging and that you know you're going to suffer some pain for. But it's right. But the interesting thing about that is when you choose those hard right things, as you noted, they do build in you a character so that the next hard right thing it's comes not as up, Yeah, you're like, man, I've been there, done that, and I've got a strength about me now that I didn't have before. And that's how muscles are built. That's how our immune system is built. And that's how a character's built. It's built in how we handle resistance. It's not built from running against right from resistance. It's built with facing resistance head-on, without any fear. And even if you are scared, you do it scared anyway.
2: And this is twice in one and night. And that's courage. And nobody else has ever done this. Okay,
0: <laughs> so I got okay. you. You got the
2: hard right out of the easy wrong from me. All right, so you got that one out of me. Yep. So now to add to that, you just brought up all of you know making the moral I, I guess the moral stand in the face of all fear. And um forget the uh I, I think it comes down to uh how you stand against adversity, period. I think everybody um does it differently. Some people have um a shorter tolerance for it than others. I know I do I have a very short tolerance for adversity, but it's how you react during that time and what you do after that time. That tells you about your character. So yeah. What have you dealt with in your life, and how did you carry on after that? What pushed you oh through my that?
0: God, um, all right. So I, you know, you, I'll tell you some of my story that a lot of people don't know. Um, and you know, I appreciate you guys. You guys are my friends. So yes. people are listening right now might, might not have any idea of of this about my life, and I get a little choked up about it. But it, it when you look at a person's past and what they've been through, it gives you a glimpse into why how and who they are right now. Um, you know, I was adopted. You guys know that story. When you're adopted, you there's a piece of your life that's missing. You know, you don't really know about that. And my parents did a pretty good job with me, you know, my adopted parents. Um, but, you know, it was a little challenging because my mom, she got addicted to pain pills. And uh, that was hard because there were nights where I would have to, you know, put her back in bed you know, because I didn't even want anybody to know I was ashamed, you know, it just, you don't want anybody to know that, you don't want to tell anybody, and um, she got addicted so much, you know, it, it affected me because my dad became kind of a tyrant, you know, he didn't like it at all, and I I can see where he's coming from, but I was stuck in the middle a lot of times, so I spent a lot of time by myself with that one, you know, and, and then when I got off to college, I got kind of a break, you know, of that, it was almost like this mental psychological break, and started to kind of find myself then i went to um had the opportunity to go play professional baseball in australia that was my first challenge you're in a different country you have nobody there's no cell phones at that point there's no computers (laughs) there's no nothing man i'm plugging a meter down there once a week just to talk to somebody that's that spoke with a american (laughs) dialect you know and it was crazy and you know in those days the phone calls across the globe like that, you would say something back. and you would wait <laughs> like about a, you know, a few seconds before you could ever hear anybody talk. And I had to learn what I was about there. Cause I had nobody to talk to and I, and I wanted to come home, man. I thought I can't even do this, but I fought through that one, you know, only with God's help and became rookie of the year over there. Who knew that? Right. And um, it was really cool. But then I came back and, and I got involved with the power team. You guys remember the groups that traveled around the world. And I started talking about a message of overcoming and I used that story and, and, uh, you know, kind of overcoming tragedy. But then I experienced tragedy. My mother committed suicide. The same mother that was addicted to pain pills, uh, really never broke the addiction. And I remember Mick and B Lynn, I was, you know, called to the scene. I was a police officer at the time, you know, and, uh, buddy of mine drove me out there and i didn't know what was going on but i remember it so vividly i would i walked across this bridge underneath this crime scene tape not even having a freaking clue what i was walking into i who got killed what's this about? who's this but then on the middle of the bridge out there this bridge that went over this big river i see a car that's parked there on the side and, and i remember it, it was In October, it was kind of cold and rainy and I was getting wet, but all of a sudden I didn't feel the wind anymore and I didn't feel the rain anymore and I didn't feel the cold anymore because that was my mom's car, right? And so you're there and you realize, holy crap, what happened? Then you realize later on, you learn that, you know, she had jumped off the bridge and they were looking for a body and I'm standing there, Mick, Belen, and I don't know what in the hell to do. And it was, it was freaking me out because I'm thinking to myself, I got to tell my dad of 47 years that his wife is likely gone. And I got to tell my three children that, uh, grandma is gone. And, um, there I was stuck and I had to be that glue that held it together. And I had to continue to understand that this was not going to define me and I wasn't going to quit. And I was going to learn to forgive my mom because she made a decision that was permanent based upon a temporary problem, and it was a bad decision. And I had to learn to get through that. And then it got a little worse because after that, and and not many people know this, some do, I was accused of a crime while I was a police officer, Mick B. Lynn. It was a made-up allegation. It was so horrific that I couldn't even believe it. But me being a big guy accused of assault, you know, it kind of fits the pattern, doesn't it? You know, I'm a big guy. I got to be a bully. I got to be a mean guy. I, I he's probably, not, he's I'm not, not.
2: He's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, no,
0: but I was accused of that. And for two years, fighting for my career, fighting for my life, fighting for my freedom. Finally, it comes out that the the victim of this was completely fabricating the whole thing. And it came out and then it was dismissed one day. Gone. And hey, after being, to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, being on the front page of the media, national media for like uh, six months, I thought there was going to be a sort of a contributing story to say, hey, the story's made up. No, nobody came knocking. Nobody wanted to do anything about that. So I had to fight back from, you know, my name being tarnished and reputation being tarnished. And I'm, I'm at the end of my rope. And one day I'm in my home. And this was a final turning point. I'm sitting there all by myself. You know, I don't know where my damn friends are. I'm all pissed off at the world of why this happened to me and all this. You guys have been in those situations, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is this? And, you know, I, I am a Christian guy. I, you know, you guys know that. And um, I was sitting there in the living room floor. And I was just fuming, man. I was so angry because everybody was gone. The people I thought were my friends were gone. Nobody around. And I said, God, why is this happening to me? And I, I really kind of had a pity party right there. And, and I heard these words. I don't know if it was God or, or a voice inside. I don't know. But, it, but the, it said, what are you doing? Look what they did to my son. Right? And boy, you talk about just sitting back. That, that shocked me. It shocked me into sanity for a moment. And that was the turning point that I said, I'm not going to go backwards because it can always be worse. False accusations are part of life. If you get out there and stand up front of people in the right, you ain't going to be in the majority most of the time. And you're going to have people standing behind you that are going to be ridiculing you and making fun of you. They still do that to my wife and I. I don't give a rip. What is right is right, wrong is wrong. And I'm still going to love them just the same, even though they don't like me very much. It's okay. But all that said, when you, you asked the question, I just felt like I needed to share that story. But it's been a pattern of growth. What doesn't kill you will refine you and define you. And if you keep pushing like that and not quit, you're going to find something inside you That you didn't know you had i was telling my wife just yesterday nobody's going to outwork me nobody nobody's going to outwork me ever because i'm never going to be told again you can't do it and give an excuse to that and give validity to that so when you tell me i can't i'm just going to say well you just lit a fire into my butt so all that said all the experiences And other people out there have had more traumatic experiences. You know, I've watched people blow their brains out in front of me, you know, and that's hard. You know, I know, Mick, you've seen some stuff, too. You don't forget that crap. You know, it's in your brain. But we got to keep coming back. we got to keep coming back because if we quit and they make that an option, we will never be the same again. We'll be living in regret. Quitting can become habitual. And frankly quitting and excusitis has become habitual in america and i plead with people all the time to grow up grow some grow a backbone and really stand up and honor the courageous heart that's in you potentially in all of us
2: hard times equal hard men
3: which equal easy times which equals weak men
0: amen that's right
3: i think i know why you were compelled to share that story real quick um because cause I got to tell you something that was told to me.
0: Okay. I, uh,
3: I, I occasionally talk to that guy on on the screen behind us. Gotcha. And uh, when Justin died, mm. sorry, it was really, really hard. And he came to me and I asked him, I basically asked him that the state of Justin's stole mm. Because... Isn't suicide a mortal sin?
4: Mm.
3: And what I was told, what I was told, Doc, was that God gave you free will. How could you possibly be punished for a choice that you made with the free will that God gave you? Mm. No, suicide is not a mortal sin. It's not. It is not. It is an exercise of your free will. It's a bad choice. It's a bad decision. It leaves nothing but pain and mm. trauma in its wake. But your mom is with God.
0: Yeah. Um, I was sitting in my living room about four or five months after that happened. And uh, I asked God the same question, B-Lan. What the heck, man? Because I, you know, people are mean. They don't know what to say. And sometimes they say the wrong thing. Um, But I saw this uh, vision. It was so vivid. I saw a face, right? And it was a young face. Uh, My mother used to wear glasses and, you know, she was in her 60s when she died. But this face looked like someone in their 20s or before my time, right? And um, I heard a voice say, I'm okay. You know, I'm happy and i just kind of left it alone thought i was losing my damn mind you know but later on when i was looking in some pictures that my dad had dropped off at my house i saw a graduation picture of my mom that was her face and so you know it gave me peace so you're right about that and i again i have no idea i guess this is why we needed to talk about this tonight cuz it's 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 something people need to know that you know these situations like this there's always more to the story you know and there's there's hope out there yeah i agree yeah
2: anyway well we appreciate you coming on but (laughs) you're
0: welcome
3: (laughs) second
2: half of a a show we do have a time constraint
0: yeah yeah
3: because josh is on after us you know um coming up on the red pill project oh yeah um doc the last time you were on i got a ton of questions about your kingdom fuel Ah, please tell everybody about it again, because the stuff is amazing. Um, I actually, yeah, I put it in my coffee. So, uh,
0: yeah, in a nutshell, people need to know it's a two year shelf life. Boom. It is, if you use it as a meal, it's $5 or less per meal. It is organic pea protein. All the ingredients are sourced in America. People need to know that organic pea protein it has organic greens and reds, soluble, insoluble fiber, and vitamins and minerals. It's not just a protein supplement. It's something that everybody needs out there. It sort of drives away the excuse of it's too expensive to eat healthy. It tastes good. Chocolate and vanilla. I put it in my coffee as well. I love mm-hmm. that. Really? It is brilliant. Yep. And it's very. it makes a very hearty sort of a meal. And it's very filling. You can live off that stuff.
3: Oh, yeah. I actually, I usually skip breakfast cause I'll, I just, I, I usually make coffee when I get home from yep. driving our kid halfway across town and back. Cause I, I mean, we leave the house at six and I'm back at like seven 30, mm. put the other one to bring the other one to school. <laughs> so I usually make my first cup of coffee then, um, this morning I, I made it super early. Um, but, uh, so I, I was drinking this instead but between your kingdom fuel and this my my vitamin drink i, I tell you doc man you really can live on that stuff I you mean, can I, I generally skip breakfast so lots of people I, I have put that, i put that in my coffee and yeah. i'm full i mean i'm full until i'm you know i mean i'm outside all morning working in the garden and my my stomach tells me hey it's lunchtime usually about 12 30 it's lunchtime but uh yeah breakfast is kingdom fuel in my
7: coffee Yeah,
0: lots of people have uh, used that for weeks. I had one person use it for a month. That was Clay Clark. You guys know him. Um, He didn't die. He lost 15 pounds, so he actually felt great. So there you go. (laughs) All righty.
2: Well, we are definitely, we got to go. We're at a timeline. So So either way, we appreciate it. Uh, Sherwood.tv slash Patriot Party.
0: Boom. Go there. Get your kingdom fuel.
3: Yeah. We
2: will talk to you later, sir. We appreciate you coming on. Appreciate
0: you you guys. See you later.
3: Have a bye great Doc. night. All right, bye
2: bye. Oh, love, Doc Sherwood. Yes, it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, we got to get out of here, folks. We will be Hopefully back tomorrow the night. Can
3: will the red clay of his demonic attachment as well as those fifteen pounds. God, I hope so. <laughs> I know Doc knows we have. We have about fifteen non-binding so. <laughs> constraint for clay. Uh, but I do want to play something real quick before we go because I did I did say that I would bring this uh, to to attention tonight. Um, Which one? Uh, the Duolingo one the one behind it. Yeah. Play that one. And then we'll, we'll bring up the Duolingo because this, this is a point. So, um, of course we talk about vaccine injuries on here all the time. Right. And occasionally I, I bring up videos of them and people talking about the things they've gone through. And sometimes we bring guests on um, that talks about, you know, what they've gone through. I talk about my best friend's going to start coming on on Saturdays with me. And we're going to talk about what she's going through and what my cousin's gone through. And, uh, Mick's mom, who's now has COVID, was supposed to come out of the nursing home. No, she did. She did? Yeah. They put her back in? No. Good.
2: She's at home, but she's got COVID.
3: Okay, so we'll 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 get her to Dr. Stellan, get her ivermectin, not remdesivir, and she'll be fine. Um but uh the left in their I I I, I don't even have a word for how despicable this is, honestly. Let's
9: just play it. We'll
3: make it, let everybody
9: else make their decision. All right. On behalf of those in humanity that have lost their way, I want to apologize. It's not what you would imagine with all the courage that you had coming forward. I know you imagined there would be some pushback from the drug companies and and maybe the government that was pushing this.
7: It's been very hard to have my real life events made fun of. What if this was you or your daughter or your mother or your wife? You wouldn't be making fun of that.
3: It's very important for us injured to get these stories out there because there are
7: millions suffering just like us. Yeah and we try to bring them all together.
9: I reached out um, to Angelia and said, could we see medical reports? There are, this is the MRI. Here are the findings. There are small foci of abnormal signal in the subcortical white matter in the inferior aspect of both frontal lobes. Another small lesion is seen in the high left frontal lobe. We got a report from one of Angelia's doctors and they believe it's connected. This is that memo. She has had profound neurologic adverse response to the COVID vaccine. Did anyone call you to ask for medical records or anything like that while all of this, while they're writing articles about you?
3: Only you guys.
9: Only we did. Yeah. Don't you find that incredible? Isn't that incredible that they'll write entire articles with Forbes literally on the top corner there. You are working for an established newspaper. You are working for an established language translation software company and you're not even going to reach out to the person themselves and see if they have a statement or any evidence of what is going on and to think that that's considered mainstream journalism. They tried to even say that there was no VAERS report. Look at this article. They claimed the COVID-19 vaccine made them ill, then they went viral. VAERS data do not show any cases of adverse reaction in Louisiana in the last month whose symptoms resembled to cells. This is her report sent to VARES. It's right there listed on the CDC. You can say seizure-like phenomena over there. It says tremor. Their articles went on to also say that spasms and seizures are not even listed as either common side effects or adverse side effects of the COVID-19 vaccine according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. We went to VARES again. We punched in the word tremor. 22,550. 53 reports of people claiming they're suffering from tremors right after the COVID-19 vaccine or sometime after. There it is.
7: If this was any other disease out there, you would not be making fun of that person. As a matter of fact, you would have love and
5: compassion and embrace this person's illness. It's time for the world to have love and compassion and embrace us as well.
9: Civilization is measured by how it treats its weakest members. We must remember to have compassion. And if we decide to attack someone that is having difficulties, however dark that may be, at least, at least do your research.
2: I, I, I like Del Tree. I, I do too. He's got a good message. Uh, I, I liked what he did for that lady. And I agree. She's not out there demanding that we take care of her. She's not saying that, hey, look. She's just saying, look, don't make fun of me. Shit. I was an idiot. I went and got jabbed. It it happens,
3: but literally, so pull up the, the, but they lied the post about
2: everything else there. And that's the problem.
3: Serious. This is here. Pull this up. Oh, well. This is from Duolingo. If you guys the have company that she works for, the Duolingo app. Okay. Literally put this up. Thanks Pfizer. They're making fun of people having it's tremors, yeah. seizures after the jab. Are you kidding me? Can't stop twerking. Twerking is not a side effect. I mean, are are you? Yep. If y'all have Duolingo, please. App deleted. Pretty sure they don't care. Yeah, I deleted mine this morning.
2: Who's this person right here? Tanelli. I'm going to have to download this app after this. Mm. Everybody make her fucking Mm. special. Drop her a nice, oh, let's see, she's got 20 comments. Let's see all her comments. This This will be good. Let's see all her comments.
3: Why, you love Pfizer? Very odd, I suppose publicists would write this. It's making fun of injured and disabled people. Good for your PR business? Would your clients approve of your behavior? Oh, look at that. hmm
2: Looking at, oh, that's who that chick is? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Publicist.
3: Please do not, it's useless. Even the founder and the chief revenue officer couldn't learn some of the easiest languages for a native English speaker to learn after six months of study. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Stop being a vile human being.
2: Your comment says everything about you, I sincerely hope no one, You you know, gets the jab injured or worse.
3: Mate, you are proper vile, lowest of the low, scum. Yep. Then you can cancel just like Duolingo. What a horrible person you are. You're the type of person that would scream at the top of your lungs if something happened to you. Selfish and immature. That's because you're disgusting. Enjoy. Medical Twitter, does Johnson & Johnson have a, have a booster shot available as yet? Oh, that was from November 24th, 2021. That was Tonelli. Mm-hmm, that was her, yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell is wrong with you people? You think mocking vaccine injuries is funny, do you? Well, that says a lot about the person you are. You should be disgusted in yourself just as I am. Maybe eat some makeup. It might help you to be prettier on the inside. Oh, shit. Whew. You're going to download it and open and not open it, just like every book in your well displayed Library. Just another <laughs> vapid single signal from another vapid person. Wow, this is good. Incapable of empathy. Bye, ah, you love the vax. What a COVID cultist. <laughs> Oh,
2: oh, sometimes man. the replies the are, are the worth best. it. Sometimes Seriously. just
3: the, the replies are worth it alone. Yeah, yeah. Duolingo is terrible. All right, fuck them. Anyway, get and rid- it doesn't work.
2: Get rid of Duolingo. It really doesn't. No, work. it doesn't work. No. I've listened, yeah. and they suck. They at really lady. Yeah. Anyway, I, we're gonna get out of here. Yes. Josh coming up the Red Pill Project, and I have to drive go check out. Town to go pick and, up our kid because it's Thursday. Oh, great. <laughs> so either way. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see you
3: back here tomorrow night, 545. Yep. For Liam's Lounge. Friday's a long show. So 9.05. We have a ton of clips that we haven't gotten to all yeah. week. So we're gonna, it's gonna be a long show tomorrow. Be a long show.
2: Yeah. So either way, check us out then. We will see you later mm-hmm. uh for the Mick. And be Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks for watching.
4: I'm a red, white and blue color boy
6: I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirt of South With a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud This land, a land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out
8: Love my country, love my freedom Fuck a welfare, no I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the Ain't never too late to come around here, son running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out.